This is No Starving Artist Podcast. You deserve a successful creative life. I'm Anissa Benitez, a marketing expert at top companies and creative journeyer. I'm here to support your creative wellness, financially, mentally, and spiritually. Share with me your questions and I'll share perspective. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is focused on three tension taming techniques. I'm going to walk us through exercises and so this is a little bit more of an interactive podcast episode if you're driving or on the go and listening. I think it's still worth tuning in and understanding the techniques. I'm also making an accompanying YouTube video to support things or support this episode because it's an episode that's also great to see visually if you don't understand where I'm coming from, but I'll try to be as articulate as possible. Our segments for this episode is first addressing a general general sentiment from um, folks in the U.S., folks internationally, I'm sure. Uh, second will be uh, actually getting into those three tension-taming techniques. So you have actionable how-tos on how to relieve some stress, tension, anger you might be feeling. And then last section or segment will be our culture rec. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast episode. We are, to this podcast in general, we are on the rise. I'm really excited that our audience is really, really growing. And if you can also support in in making that possible, share this podcast on social, tell a friend, rate and review it wherever you're listening it means the world. Um, I definitely read those and it, it, it's definitely been felt to see what's there. And this is the biggest one. And I, I do really have some creative journeys that I'm really excited to share and stories I'm excited to share on the podcast episodes in the future. This episode, we won't be getting into a specific creative journey, but I would love to hear yours. Any, any highs, any lows, any reflections would love to share on the podcast, any things that you would love me to weigh in on as a marketing consultant or just give some general perspective. I'm here at hello at morebyher.com. So it's definitely been a heavy week for a lot of folks. Um, most folks, especially in the U.S., there was a murder of George Floyd, who was an unarmed black man. It's just one of many incidents where there's been very obvious, blatant racial injustice. Um, and it's so problematic and it's getting to a boiling point, especially as we're experiencing this period of social distancing given coronavirus paired with the fact that in a lot of countries, I mean, pretty much all countries are um, racial injustice and equality patriarchy is really foundational to the f- structure of the economy and, and business and um, yeah it just continues to be really perpetuated in a systemic way and then on an individual level within the police brutality you can see it through pr- police brutality and so many other in so many other ways and so I think that for a lot of people what's been coming up to me, even in t- taking a walk with a friend, they shared this with me, that they feel exhausted and they feel frustrated and seething and tired. And so just 
yeah, just so emotional. And I don't know if you've ever gotten to the point where you feel like, why do I feel this much? Why do I have so many emotions? Why do I feel so much more than other people? Why do I carry all of this? Was I meant to live? And just getting to that point is very human. It's very natural. If you are listening to this podcast, I suspect that you are an empath because most artists are, most creative people are. You've gotten to a point in your life where you're in touch enough with not only your emotional states, but with the emotional states of those around you. And you can see that shit being just kind of like superficial and bullshitty is such a winning, winning way to exist. It seems like a lot of the most successful people are just shut down in all these ways. And, you know, it's easy to make money. Yes. When you're a sociopath, a lot of Great leaders are truly sociopath-like and corporations function like sociopaths if they were people. It is fact. It's really helpful to be, have one bottom line, which is money or, or you know, power, things like that. It makes you know what direction you're traveling in. But for others who are taking in all of these weights and emotions of other people and feel burdened by it, know that you're not alone. Know that you're feeling towards the world and your feelings are very valid and they're meant to be felt. But there's this delicate balance between feeling pain and sitting and suffering. And it's really good to feel pain, feel these emotions, but not hold on to them to the point at which they cause you additional suffering right I think that's the thing that breaks my heart the most is the fact that some of the world's most kind sensitive caring people who feel the most also think that they're inferior right and they don't see that they are the strongest people you have the capacity to intake the feelings of yourself in addition to the feelings of other people That means that you're incredibly powerful and with that power comes great responsibility. I made this caption on Instagram that I'm proud of and, you know, I'm just one of those people who like also experiences this. I'm not removed from feeling the weight of the world. I've just gotten to a point where I, and and this is maybe a point that some of you have also gone to where I, I like my feelings. So like, I like them a lot. I embrace pain I embrace sadness in a way that I never did when I was younger where I tried to suppress or remove it or not feel it and now I let it like wash over me and I'm like this is gonna lead to good things this is gonna grow me up and the faster I can let it pass through me the faster I release it the more powerful I feel so this Instagram caption that I wrote was This is for my fellow empaths because it was something around empowering people and getting people who are feeling strongly right now into a position of feeling like they're in the driving wheel. Because even though you feel the world's emotional states, you should not take a pack, a back seat, or feel you're not strong because of it. Because feeling is fuel, your large capacity to intake feelings means you can cover more miles before hitting empty. You're a car, right? In this metaphor, so make moves. Your voice, your perspective matters. The greatest artists are those who felt so strongly. 
but it's not about harboring and holding on to all that stress, anger, tension in your body and letting it silence you. It's about learning how to make it pass through you so you can take immediate action so you can be a vocal advocate and be present and show up in the world in the way that you are meant to. So let's get into our three techniques for tension taming. As some of you know, I founded More By Her, a platform to dismantle the starving artist stigma. Each week, we share a new story of creative women shaping culture on Wednesdays, Wisdom Drop Wednesdays, for those who identify as women, non-binary, she, her, they, them, thriving artists who are willing to give transparency on their creative journey and how they do it. Follow us at morebyher.com or on Instagram at more underscore by underscore her. Big advocate for meditation. I think meditation is such a super power because it allows you to create space between your thoughts and your actions and your reactions to things. And so when you create that space, then you are consciously responding to things. You have a lot of awareness as to what you're thinking, why you're thinking it. You're not really driven and like moved all the time by everything that's around you. So for my empaths, highly recommend meditating. And these three techniques are things that you can incorporate into a meditation practice. You can do them before meditation practice. You can do them after. You can do them without meditating. Um, I think that these are valuable because meditation is sometimes intimidating to a lot of folks who are having a hard time getting to the point, and this was me, getting to the point where you can completely close close and actually sit and feel okay approaching meditation because you're just restless. And so these are helpful because they help you tune into other aspects of your senses. So the first technique is sound bath. So just as if you're doing any kind of meditation, you want to sit somewhere, preferably somewhat quiet. It doesn't have to be. Um, and you are going to sit, especially for this one, with your feet planted on the ground, your back elongated, taking deep breaths. And then when you feel comfortable enough, closing your eyes. If you're in a loud space and you don't feel safe, making sure that you move yourself to a place where you feel safe to close your eyes because this is a bit more of a vulnerable experience. You don't want to be so immersed in and feel guarded. You want to get to a place where you feel comfortable enough. But I used to do this technique a lot because it's an easy go-to, especially in New York. Even on the subway, I can do this if I feel like I have my bag next to me and such. But you're creating a sound bath now with your eyes closed. You're tuning into what you can hear. Especially being in a quiet space, this is one of the greatest techniques to use because oftentimes we're not aware of all the sound that we are taking in. There's so much sensory-wise that's going on. Our world can be very overstimulating. How can you sit even in even the most quiet spaces and be able to hear birds chirping? Can you hear clocks moving their hands and the ticking can you hear neighbors at a distance 
Can you hear all the subtleties of silence? Things that you'd normally consider to be a silent space. You might notice that there's more noise than you ever expected. How can you get outside of your body? Not focus on your thoughts, but focus on those sounds that you're hearing. Every single sound around you. Immerse yourself in that sound until those sounds become all that's within you. Your mind is in working. Those motor skills have quieted and you're in a sound bath of the landscape that you're in. So I love this exercise. There's also this technique has been evolved into, you know, a lot of other spaces you can look up online, sound baths and such. There's a lot of meditations that are playing like sound bath music and music that's very immersive and transports you and really yeah helps you transcend and I love those experiences as well big advocate for that very much it's a creative cool our second technique for tension taming is more of a classic meditation technique let's call it the power of four we're focused on our breath now so with your feet still planted sitting down in a comfortable place back elongated how do you Breathe in, inhale, up to four. One, two, three, four. At the top of that, hold that breath for four counts, seconds. One, two, three, four. And then release that breath for four. One, two, three, four. So you're going to want to do that counting and focusing on just the counting repetition of that. But you're going to want to count to ten. Because once you hit 10, then you must begin again at 1. So that's good for our thoughts. And then this third technique is a body scan. And body scanning is also very classic in meditation. All of these techniques can be found online. Um, And I'm creating, I created an accompanying YouTube video that will help guide you through this and what it feels like. Because one of the things that I'll add is it's nice to pick up something that you know what it feels like against you become aware of what you're sitting on how that feels the process of body scanning it starts off exactly as we have feet planted on the ground sitting comfortable in a position where you can not feel like you're needing to support your yeah a a comfortable position whatever that looks like for you i'm not going to get too technical And you're starting from the top of your head with your eyes closed. You're focusing your attention on each part of your face as you move and work your way down your face to your neck. You're observing your neck. And what you're observing for is tension. Where are you carrying stress in your body? Everybody carries stress in different areas of their body more so than others. And there's a lot that you can look into as to chakras and body stuff. Notice what you're feeling. Notice how it feels. Notice it feels regular, irregular to you. This helps us move into a place where we become more intuitive, more hyper-aware as to where we're operating at our best, when we're operating and carrying tension, when we feel relaxed, when we feel neutral. I love dance for this reason because it makes me generally more intuitive but I think the body scanning piece is also helpful there's so many ways we can distract ourselves from actually feeling things I don't know if you've ever seen any of those shows where it's like I didn't realize I was pregnant I didn't realize I had blah 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 I came in to the doctor with like a huge 
cyst that I didn't even discover until like it was was so late and a lot of people just don't have a lot of awareness as to what's going on in their body and it's normal right there's so much stimulation and ways to distract yourself these days ways to distract yourself from feeling and the purpose of these three tension taming techniques is to understand where you're carrying tension so that you can breathe so you can breathe into that tension area of your body so you can give it oxygen so you can open that portion of your body up loosen release that tension release that anger in our bodies on a physical level disconnect ourselves from our thoughts on a yeah more mental level create space so we feel healthy so we feel strong in our physical and allowing really ourselves to embrace more of our emotions to acknowledge obviously firstly firstly that we have them and then this third technique so this is a bit backwards but these techniques are truly to allow allow more space for that release to unfold cool so let's get into our culture rec Toni Morrison said, anger, it's a paralyzing emotion. You can't get anything done. People sort of think it's an interesting, passionate, and igniting feeling. I don't think it's any of that. I think it's helpless. It's absence of control. I need all of my skills, all of my control, all of my powers, and anger doesn't provide any of that. I have no use for it whatsoever. I found this quote as I was trying to respond to this week's events with the murder of George Floyd and how I felt that I didn't want to see this period unfold into just people feeling paralyzed with anger, but rather moving towards action. And in looking up you know, more work by Toni Morrison and what I could share. And I highly recommend just checking out any of her work because she was an incredible writer, editor, leader, activist, person, human being, and passed away last year. But in in trying to search for the best piece of work to share with you, I actually came across a medium piece by an author. Her name is Kelly Maria Corducky. And her piece is called Toni Morrison had no use for paral- for the paralyzing emotion of anger. And what I like about this medium piece that she wrote is she talks about she basically takes tons of Toni Morrison's words, messages, etc and pieces them together in a powerful way. Even the subtitle of this article is there is no time for despair, no place for self-pity, no need for silence, no room for fear she wrote we speak we write we do language that is how civilizations heal and those are the words of Toni Morrison who was such a powerhouse was such an activist and the activism didn't come from anger the activism came from love I think you can find that a lot of the activists who were lived a life of love were the ones who also weren't um, murdered. I have some conspiracy theories and 
I really don't think that they're conspiracies. I really do think that and know that when I share radical seeming ideas, when I'm truthful, but I'm coming from a place of love, how it's responded to versus when I speak truth and it comes from a place of anger, it's seen as a massive threat in the way that I know Toni Morrison had such a deep impact in the world and was sustainably able to be an activist because she came from a place of love. Another piece from this Medium article that I think is really resonant is this quote from Toni Morrison. And the quote is this. This is precisely the time when artists go to work, not when everything is fine, but in times of dread, that is our job. If you're feeling the weight of the world in addition to the weight of your own emotions right now, harbor that, sure. Acknowledge that, yes. Know that that's power. Know that that's accumulating in you for a reason. You're gravitated to this podcast episode for a reason. And that is to spread love. As an artist, your responsibility as an artist is to express yourself. Activism is truly just the expression of self, the expression of love. Oftentimes, activism is viewed as this struggle and battle and burden to carry and work of service to be indebted to humanity and oh it's exhausting but that's not how most of the greatest sustainable activists live and there is success for any industry there is success for what I think activism looks like and the successful activists that I look at are like Desmond Tutu and the Dalai Lama and Toni Morrison and people who sustainably shared love with the world and made deep impact in the world and that is you and know that it's okay to feel your emotions it's also important that you release your emotions you don't deserve to suffer any more than you feel the world suffering and you're here to spread love I hope that you take these tension taming techniques which I will repeat where one auditory actually sound bath listening technique two breaths four seconds inhale four seconds hold four seconds exhale and then third body scanning starting from the top of your head going down all your body through your extremities and understanding where you're carrying tension breathing into that releasing that do these as though you are doing meditation do these in pairing with meditation do you I don't really care. I just want you to feel better at the end of the day because you deserve to feel good. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I'm super grateful as always to be your resource, to be here, to be reflecting. These days I'm realizing how much I'm not really doing much of anything other than being a mirror. And I always have been a mirror. I'm just a mirror so that you can see yourself, so you can feel heard, know that you're not alone. You're definitely not alone share questions that you have, share your creative journey with me so others can see that they are not alone in their experiences. 
challenges, success stories, whatever, my email is hello at morebyher.com. Please leave a review, tell a friend, share this podcast on social. Would love to hear what you like, what you don't like, opportunities for improvement. I'm a feedback junkie. Love it. My Instagram is at Anissa Benitez on Instagram. Oh, just said that. Follow the wisdom of many thriving creative women and non-binary people at morebyher.com. You're no starving artist. You're a beacon of light and love, and that's working to break its way through you. See that in your absorption of pain and, and sadness. That is just the beginning of the power and the flicker of the light that's trying to shine through you. Appreciate you.